This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's me, Matty J, online with Mr. Edward Bunting, Mr. David Prince, Mr. Scotty Lowe Johnson, and the dynamic father-son duo who make their triumphant return, Mr. Rob and Mr. Harley Zadai. How are you guys going? Good, man. Good. Good. Doing great. Thank you. Hello. Very good. Very good. We are also joined, he's just he's, he's a late coming out to the show, by Mr. Alam Deep Singh. How are you, Alam? Good. Happy to be here. Sorry I'm late. It's okay. We, we forgive you this one time. My, my Zoom was updating. Your Zoom was updating. <laughs> Good to see all you guys uh, doing very, very well. We'll get into some car days, but first of all, we want to get into Rob because Rob, uh, you've just gotten back from your uh, motorbike ride all through Vietnam. Yeah, and what a trip it was too. Um, basically, twelve days on motorcycles going through the north, east, and west of Vietnam, right right along the Chinese border. Uh, mm-hmm. Along the the Vietnamese hills, so a lot of um, village um, villages and places where cars just cannot get into. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the mountainous regions, is, you either get in there by scooter, foot, uh, or, or or you know sort of more of a bigger dirt bike. But you can't bring um, a lot of cars in there. Um, they're slowly yeah. starting to open up a lot of the roads, and they're building these concrete roadways everywhere. Um, so. Cars can start to get into certain villages now. Yeah. Whereas, and they're starting to see white people. Whereas before, a lot of people just didn't see any white people. They're just, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. They're, did people stare at you, Rob? Uh, uh they did. And it was, I felt like a minority. I felt like I was, you know, you are a minority. You were. <laughs> you were a minority. Yeah. Well, welcome to our world, Rob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to our world. <laughs> How did it feel, Rob? How did it feel to be uh, to be that? It, it, it is a, look. It's a strange but good feeling because we're very welcoming. The, the people are so friendly and warm. The food, the culture. You would have got some authentic Sanchoy Bao or something. Oh, mate! Every sort of food you can. The, you know they they have their um, hot pots, and then you you put your own food in, and you cook your fish or you cook your meat in the hot pot. Yeah. Well, it's right, and then you take it out, and then you yeah you eat that up. But the food was phenomenal. Um, it was fantastic. Sancho uh, Bao is Vietnamese, isn't it? I've just had this horrible thought that that's not Vietnamese. <laughs> Look, I, I think Vietnamese. Can, can someone confirm that? Sancho Bao. <laughs> you know where you get the lettuce and you put the stuff in the lettuce and in the pot, yeah, and all that sort of stuff. I'm just going to look that up on my phone. I don't want to be unauthentic. Yeah. Quick before it gets cancelled. Yeah, I'll probably cancel culture. I'm out. The homestays are brilliant. Um, but there's like families open up their house and they uh, they add on uh, rooms to their houses and they have a, a eating area. Uh, they open sort of um, a garden area where you can sit out and watch the the rice fields and people picking rice or you know planting rice and it's just phenomenal. It, it just full on. But amazingly, 
how many cars um, are in the bigger bigger towns, and most of them are, believe it or not, Ford Rangers, uh, Ranger Raptors, Everest, all brand new. What? A lot of brand new cars. Yeah, left hand drive, of course, in Vietnam. Yep. Mm-hmm. But a lot of VinFast vehicles. Um, the Vietnamese. Yeah, they had to go here for a while, but that, that didn't go too well, did they? Did they? Oh, I'm not sure. VinFast actually bought Lang Lang. Yeah, they did, yeah. The, the Holden Proving Ground yeah. at Lang Lang. Yeah, but they've sold it again. Apparently, the company started off as a tech company from the Ukraine. Okay. Somehow became a Vietnamese yeah, vehicle company. It was Putin. But, uh, it was Putin. Uh, again, the roads, their main highways are fan- real good, actually. Three-lane highways, and there aren't too many cars on it, so it's not congested. But as soon as you get into a big town like Ho Chi Minh City or Hanoi, it's just chaos. There's no lines, cars are crossing over. Um, it's a leap of faith to cross the street. It's, <laughs> it's just a different world. Um, riding a motorcycle or trying, even trying to drive in Vietnam, I, I wouldn't dare drive. And I was pretty scared in, in riding the motorcycle where, where I did. So, so uh, Rob, this was a trip with you and your you and your mates. You decided to go to Vietnam on bikes, correct? So, on bikes, that's correct. So. And like you showed me, you sent me a video of uh, of Hanoi, and what the hell, man! Like, like this, it's like this. Who has right away? We don't know because it's just cars are going in, bikes are going in between them. Apparently, they believe in in the Buddha and uh, <laughs> and faith. Um, so, <laughs> so if you believe, you'll live. <laughs> I do the same thing when driving a Scamp or a Honda City. Exactly, <laughs> that's what they say, but. What it is is if you're in front, you've got right of way, and so you, you'll you'll end up sort of like going behind them, or and everything just moves. They're not in a gridlock. They don't actually stop at intersections. Cars are always moving from every direction, or bikes. Mm. And again, there's no lines anywhere. Occasionally, you might get some traffic lights in a, a very large intersection to try and control the traffic, but then you still get motorbikes going up on footpaths, going the wrong way, and people going up the wrong way of streets. And I, I think a lot of uh, a lot of these Asian countries, the driving rules are for living by philosophy of Mike Mike Whitney, the retired uh, cricketer. It's who dares wins. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, you know you just got to go for it and uh, hope for the best. Yeah, as you said, pray to the Buddha and then just go for I- it. Fortunately, I was speaking to a friend whilst I was over there. Um, a friend of their son actually got knocked off a motorbike whilst he was in Vietnam, and he had to um, go to the international hospital. Mm. Apparently, he's um, pretty not too good. He's yeah, he's pretty bad. So um, they're trying to get him airlifted back to Australia for medical attention. Mm. So it is dangerous. It's dangerous. You a lot of people coming off in Bali off the bloody scooters and stuff which of course we all do those may be a little more alcohol related um than um, yeah. um, just a bit just a bit just, just, just a little bit so rob was that something you arranged from here yourself or through a company or i, I no so i i just done some searches of a motorcycle tour groups throughout vietnam and there were about three or four different companies and I chose one in particular. He was responsive. He got back to me, gave me a lot of information. It was quite friendly in the way we operated. He didn't, he didn't want too much money up front. Yep. So, uh, so it was all, it just worked out well. It, it worked out to be two and a half thousand Australian dollars for 12 days. That included a motorcycle, fuel, uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and accommodation for 12 days. 
That's cheap. Yeah, that's a real good deal. Wow. That's David, can we do this, please, David? Can we go? <laughs> I'll, I know, I know we're real you well. He'll look after us, <laughs> um, and yep. he, we can do the. There's the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Uh, sorry, the I think it's the Ho Chi Minh Trail, and then there's um, you know uh, again the north northwest, or you can do up the up the coast, like the the uh, Top Gear tour along the ocean. And Hay was actually one of the tour guys of the original Top Gear guys when they were setting up the bikes. Oh, really? For the Top Gear uh-huh. Grand Tour, the one that they did up Vietnam. Oh, that's cool. I want to go. <clears throat> yeah, two and a half that's grand, going. everything, including food, and that's unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's I how would... cheap it is to travel in Vietnam. That too. Yeah. I mean, that's the the food. David, David, we're going. We're not going to. Uh, you're. I'm not going to Vietnam. You're going to. You can go to Vietnam. Why don't you want, want to go to Vietnam and Japan? Yeah, but no, but Vietnam next year. We'll go next year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, see, Rob, see. you got to be our tour guide. You're, you're, you <laughs> know the place backwards. I got contacts. Everything. <laughs> We're gonna find the awesome. most squeamish person as well. Top Gear style, making me like a a beating snake heart or something. Well, <laughs> I only saw one snake. I don't know what it was, but it went across the road real quick. And that's the other thing too. When you're driving down the road or riding anywhere. You got to watch out for the buffaloes, the pigs, the chickens, the geese. Alan's <laughs> nodding. He he really he understands exactly. The dogs. <laughs> And then the, and the children, they're coming home from school, so they're coming around corners, and, and then there's motorbikes with other motorbikes on the back of motorbikes, <laughs> and then there's roadworks. Well, there's there's no uh, uh, WHS um, or roadwork signs or anything in most places. You just have to wait for the backhoe to stop and make a track for you, and then you go underneath the backhoe to get up, you know, go down a highway. Nice. So it's it's a totally different world. You know, Years ago, that- my um, my mum's house got flooded, and the insurance company arranged someone to restore some of the bits of furniture that were damaged. Um, and the guy that was restoring the furniture ran motorcycle tours in Vietnam. Oh, so he said, "Oh, you know, I, I he said I, I won't be able to get to it for the next month. I'm off tomorrow. I'm <laughs> three tours back to back, sort of thing. And then then he's back and three months here, and then goes over there and does you know tours back to back. So." Yeah, I've heard of a few people that a uh, few companies that do run it locally. And, and that guy that ran it was he wouldn't by any chance be Nevermind Adventures from Geelong. I don't know. Did he was he looking at antique furniture as well while he was over there? <laughs> <laughs> they, they're into everything. They, 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 to, to make a, a living, they're into cosmetics, furniture, importing wines, all wow. sorts of things, doing sideline stuff. Yeah, just to make bring in money in any way they can. It's it's amazing how uh, uh, innovative they are in, in 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 finding ways of making money. I can't believe it was. I, I can't believe you did all that for two and a half grand. Like that. That's yeah. that's unbelievable. Mm. Like that is yeah. really good value. Really good. You, value. Don't, like, you don't have to fork out anything. They they provide drinks like soft drinks and water throughout the day as well. Yeah. So there's nothing you have to really buy, unless you want to what, buy some beers. What sort of bikes were they? CRF two fifties Hondas. Yeah, yeah, good bike. Like so a support mechanic. Um, we had something like seven punches. Wow. Yeah, over the 12 days. Um, in one day, we had three or four punches on the same bike. We, we don't know what was going on, but it was just picking <laughs> shoes or whatever. How, uh, how many in, in your group, Rob? How many of you? There are only six of us. There's supposed to be eight. Two dropped out for health reasons. Yeah. So they couldn't make it. And um, so it was six That's a good size group, though. Six to eight. That's That's enough. 
enough people to chat to. With the tour guide and the and the sweeper, the mechanic, there was eight of us riding along, yeah. and, and it flowed real well. We were getting to destinations probably a bit earlier than what he anticipated because we were all fairly good riders, so we we're going at a good pace. We weren't going fast. Thirty, if you're going more than forty or fifty kilometers an hour, you're going real fast. Yeah, yeah, it's, good. it's it can be quite tricky um rocky muddy slippery what um what size motors were the bikes 250s oh just 250s yeah so you have a choice of a 125 which is cheaper yeah. 250s or a 300 a crf 300 yeah um but the 250s were fine for what we were doing and um we had a support vehicle with that um he, he carried all our extra gear with us uh, with the support vehicle so we didn't have to put on the bike beautiful and um He'd have it all unloaded for us. Um, the porters will have it up in our up the stairs near our rooms. Oh, right. this yeah. is a this is. I definitely want to do this. Uh, it, it, it's like a trouble free holiday. You don't have to worry about, oh, oh. you know, how I'm going to go there or get there or what I'm going to what yeah, I. You can I'm just enjoy it. Just absorb it. Absorb it, yeah. Ali. Why didn't you go? I, why didn't you go? I don't really ride bikes. Because <laughs> he doesn't ride bikes. Well, you learn, sunshine. You learn. <laughs> he would go. I think he would have crapped himself. It's the second day. Um, we're going up a this sort of steep mountain, mountainous road, and and they were just made a new concrete road. But because it's a new road, there's vehicles coming down the other way, and it, so like sometimes you won't see a vehicle for half an hour, an hour, and all of a sudden you see four or five. And if one of our friends come around the corner a bit wide, the truck was on the entire road and he panicked. He locked it up, slid the bike sideways down the road and the bike landed on his ankle and Oof. his ankle blew out. Oof. Ow. The truck driver stopped and helped him pick up the bike and asked him if he was all right. And they, it, they were fantastic. They were really helpful. So we said to him, look, don't take your boot off or else it'll just blow out and you won't be able to get your boot back on. So when we got to our destination... He finally took the boot off and, and his foot did blow out, but we iced it, packed it. Yeah. Seems to have thought that he didn't break it, that it was, a, it was just a real bad crush injury or yeah. strain. Yeah. And it's something similar playing football. So he thought, you know what, I, I think I'm all right. And um, he tore, he had, a, he had gloves on, a little pinky. He tore the whole skin on the top of his pinky right off into the bone. Ooh. You can see the bone because there's not much skin on your pinky. Mm. Anyway, um, we just sort of pushed it back and bedadine <laughs> and saline, washed it all and put some tape on it, kept on riding. Should so he rode for, another, rode for another, another, <laughs> another 10 days he rode before he saw the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> worry about it later. Um, did most people, Rob, in the smaller villages and things, was there English being spoken to you or not a lot? <laughs> Not a lot, but there were. You come across, yeah, some English-speaking people in the um, the larger towns and and some of the bigger hotels. They spoke English. Um, in the homestays, not much. Hello, goodbye. But because we had three Got a translator though, or we three, had, we had yeah. yeah, translators. We had people there. I mean, you can use your phone to translate if you want to say something anyway. So we used yeah. our phones a little bit occasionally communicate the, mo- the yeah. most the most important thing to communicate um in vietnam is this uh, just quickly is the vietnamese dong oh yeah the uh calculator lovely the calculator the calculator is uh, is essential um because everything's in millions 
So, you know, uh, uh-huh. again, two million dong, yeah, is $126. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so you look at your bank account over there and think, oh, I'm doing all right. So $100,000 dong, yeah, you can buy two cans of Coke. <laughs> oh, that more probably they're 90 cents a can so you yeah you you, you six cans of coke yeah. i can confirm that sanchoy bao is predominantly chinese but there are some um, vietnamese sort of versions of it i just found on yeah, it's i think it's a hot pot where you throw all the different stuff in it and you cook mm. it all up. Mm. but brilliant food uh, mm. uh there's a lot of street markets and street stalls and you can oh. eat on the street but you got to be careful what you eat where you eat I think so. You just need to just sort of be weary of that. But the tour guide knows where to eat and where not to eat, so he always take us to a good spot to stop and eat at. Yeah. I'm um, doing this next year. Um, what else was there? Uh, again, we went across the Chinese border uh, up to the Chinese border. Um, there's a a major river separating. Uh, well, actually, joins China and Vietnam because they share the river. It's like the Murray River between Sydney and New South Wales, and you've got Chinese tourists on, and Vietnamese tourists on the same river, but neither shall cross it, each country <laughs> if they're on the same river. And they don't really like the Chinese at all, the Vietnamese. They really don't like them because they try to take over everything and they've been trying to take over Vietnam for thousands of years. Yeah, so they don't really like them too much. Mm. They're both communist countries, but they're more, uh, I think uh, Vietnam's trying to really open up and become a sort of a uh, economic hub or power in that part of the region. So, mm. and they are doing well. They're doing real well. So, yeah, cars are not cheap. There were guys on motorcycles there, like Ducatis and stuff like that, were uh, 50000 Australian dollars for Ducatis. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and, and over here, they would have been about 30 odd thousand, 35. So, they are fairly expensive. Um, but um, the cars are like 100000 plus for a Ranger, mm. Australia, oh. US. US hundred thousand US, oh, wow. yeah, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's big dollars for those cars, but it's amazing how many Rangers you see. I just couldn't believe how many brand new Ford Rangers, and a lot of them are Ranger Raptors too. Well, that's just, that's no one wants the base model. They all want the Raptor or the Rogue or the whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Mitsubishi's, we saw a few of those, but not not too many um, Hiluxes, even though there's Pajeros. Few. What about Pajeros? Pajeros. Um, I saw a couple, yeah, Pajeros. There were a few Pajeros, but Mitsubishi Tritons, there was a few of those around. Mm. And the tour guide actually had a Hilux, yeah, believe it or not. They haven't got far to come from the from the factory, though, over there. <laughs> from Thailand, aren't they? Thailand, yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I recommend it to anyone. If they really want a, a, a cultural experience, food, uh, and... You could actually have a real nice relaxing holiday, go to Halong Bay or do a coastal resort type holiday. And it's all real cheap. There's Marina Bay Sands have a hotel along the ocean, uh, about a two hour boat trip from Ho Chi Minh City. And it's like $200 Australian a night in a Marina Bay Sands type uh, <laughs> resort hotel. So it is definitely um, a place to go if you get a chance. I'd recommend it to anyone. Ed's going next year, he said. So, yeah. sounds really good. Well, it's, well we all that... want to come back. But I don't think my wife will let me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. good to have you back, Rob. Good to see you. Thanks. You're doing Thanks. well. We'll move on to some car updates now. Um, 
anything new in the in the fleet with you and Harley, or is it all kind of the same? There's, there's a few things. Did we speak to you guys before the? What do we buy? A three E four thirty. E320 and 280C. Yeah, so you did bought, that, yep. Yeah, so we bought that. And we got um, notification that our Jimmy's ready to pick up this Thursday. Oh, oh nice. Woo. After um, What spec is it, Rob? It's just a, it's the auto. It's not the light, Jimmy light. There's only two models, I think. Yeah, so it's a normal normal one, not the light in an auto. Yeah, normal in and an auto. Color. Gray. Oh, the gray, yeah, it's nice gray. Yeah, so I got in a great. I don't know. If, is there any, another spec other than a normal one? Uh, uh, there's there's a white one. And I was just meaning like color and stuff as well. Yeah, but yeah. Does it have a black roof? No, they don't. They, they come as an option with a black roof for that color. They only oh. come with the, I think they only come in that um, green, maybe the, the, oh, the, that, that beigey color. Beigey, the green, yeah. and the, yeah, the khaki, khaki one. Yeah, the khaki, maybe yeah. jungle green or whatever it is. Yeah, I think that yellowy color. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And white. Send a few white. white. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And are you going to put any accessories on it? I don't know. I, I was. I don't want to. They're not very good on fuel as they are. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you start putting bigger tires and accessories on it, it's just going to ruin the economy. And I think the ride, even, to tell you the truth. And what will you do with this, Jimmy? What's the plan for it? Well, initially it was going to be my car, my runaround car, and, and maybe my car that I tow when I go around Australia or with my big van. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's going to be my son's daily because he doesn't want to drive his C63 to work every day after smashing it. Oh. <laughs> well, he did. it wasn't his fault. There was a debris on the road and smashed the front bumper bar. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it'll be sort of a shared car, daily car, we're going to use it, run around, park it, take, take it up to Mount Disappointment on the weekend and go for a bit of a squirt, go to the beach. Go mm-hmm. That sounds great. It's going to be take the dog, take the dog car, throw the dog. Just Jimmy stuff. Just yeah. Jimmy things. Just Jimmy stuff, yeah. Hmm. You know, living the dream, living the dream. Rob, I'm expecting some photos on Thursday. On Thursday, when we forget up with the ribbon on it and everything. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got to see those. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah we're going to see those. Right. What time, we'll, we'll what time are you picking it up? Uh, in the afternoon, about one o'clock, one thirty, one thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Just about Easter. Yeah. yeah. And um, we've got also got notification of the transit that's it's coming. Been built. It's been shipped. And it's been shipped. So it may be here in June. May, yeah, June. Yeah, June. June. Nice. So yeah. So that that's the car front. So we yeah we've got to be happening, which is good. All happening, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. That's about so it. how long is it since you ordered the Jimny, just by way of reference? Uh, first, first week in July. Yeah, first week in July, yeah. In end of June, July, first week of July. So nine last okay. year. So, yeah. Yeah, about nine months. Cool. Yeah, that's Not right. too bad. Yeah. Uh, and they've gone up uh, about $5,000 since I ordered it. Yeah, well, wow. okay. That's... So they've gone about 39, 30, 39 drive away now. You can't even order auto. The order, the order. They stopped taking orders anyway. Yeah, they stopped taking the orders. For, mm. And and I paid thirty four. Drive away. Yeah, drive away. It's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Edward, hello. Updates. Um, updates with me. Nothing crazy. My investigations on my Volkswagen van into potential little issue are conclusive. There is a little issue with that. So I don't know about I'm little. Yeah, I'm going to do something else with that. We won't delve into it in great detail here, but needless to say, it will be sold 
not through a channel I would normally sell. <laughs> um, but I did agree today to buy a 2006 Mitsubishi Lancer wagon, okay. uh, a little 2.4-litre ES wagon uh, in bright red with 102,000 Ks on it in an auto. So that's that's a nice little car. Those are dual airbags and ABS and cruise and um they're very, very tough little thing. And I was thinking, I was saying to David the other day, I think you, there's not many good little wagons you can get because they're quite square, those. They're, they're actually quite practical. Very roomy. Yeah. Um, very roomy, yeah. There's not many good little wagons you can get for sort of under 10 grand, really, so particularly with those Ks on it, you know, good Ks. So I thought being a funky colour and good Ks and, you know, I'll give that a scrub and I think that'll sell quite well, but hey, I've said that before and been wrong. <laughs> but on paper, everything looks good with that um, with that deal, I think. So yeah, that haven't picked it up yet. Pick it up Thursday. Uh, what else have I done? I've been driving around the MX Five. No, nothing else. I think that's it. Very good, David. I was racking my mind to think what what I've done interesting cars wise. Um, not a huge amount. I've been busy with other stuff prior to uh, going for a bit of a break. The oh, the city's ready to pick up. That's all finished and done. So it's got oh, everything from new transmission fluid to new timing belt to repactory wheel bearings to flush the brakes, a new cam seal. Um, so I'm expecting that to be like a the best city in the world to drive now. Yeah, it should feel better. You should notice all that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. And it, and the tappets have been adjusted given the, for the wear in the cam, and and it's um yeah it, it's idles beautifully. So so that's exciting. I'll pick that. Up. Actually, I was going to talk to you about that, Ed, about picking that up. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you later about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, the uh, I've had a couple of nice runs in the N1. Took the N1 off off car sales. I was uh, not knocked over in the rush, shall we say? <laughs> but given given the price I put on it, that hardly surprising. But uh, yeah, I'll just keep it. I'll keep it for now and enjoy it. So I had to go down to Frankston over the weekend. So I thought well, that'll give it a good run and charge the battery up. So it's screwed. It, it uh, raced down the freeway like a little train. So that did the battery no end of good. I'm sure. Um, I did get a sneak peek of a, of a barn find yesterday. That's I actually knew it was there, so it's not technically a barn find when you actually know it's there, I suppose. Um, rediscover. Rediscover. That's rediscover. But I'll, I'll, there'll be more information about that forthcoming. Uh, I sent Maddie a picture. Mm, um, very tasty. So that's, a, um, uh, that's for something uh, to look at after Easter. Um, but aside from that, pretty much... And I had to go and work on, um, did I mention last week about going into Aston Martin? Yes, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah before the Grand Prix. So I haven't heard if um, if it's still in one piece, that car, but um, knowing what, how some of the drivers drive them when they're on the tear after after the race, um, it'll be interesting to see if it's still in one piece. Hmm. Um, but I think that's me for now. Scotty? Um, me. So I went to the Grand Prix on the Saturday. I said I was going to take photos of some of the cars, but the display cars didn't really bother. They're kind of like the same ones that you see every year. And yeah. I don't know, nothing that really stood out massively. <clears throat> they had a massive row of just eight sixes. So they were there. BMW Club was there. 
There was really nice V10 M5 and then the earlier E39 M5. That one looked really nice. And then just some basics, like there's a 330 CI there. Um, Still look clean, but yeah. And then you just got Mustangs. So all the new Mustangs and that there and just some Fords and Holdens. And yeah, nothing that really jumped out. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'll get some photos and send it through. It's just stuff that you've seen at every kind of basic car show, really. It's um, from a club point of view, the the clubs that do display there, it's fairly... um... I think the cars have to be in place on Wednesday. Very mm, Wednesday. So, um, so I've for a long time. Yeah, yeah, they're parked there for a long time, and there's lots of people walking around and past them and all that sort of thing. And then you probably have to bump out either Sunday afternoon or Monday morning, I would imagine. Um, probably Monday morning, actually. Uh, no, I went out in a 65 Mustang on mm-hmm. Sunday after the race, and you had two, you could have, you could have left between. 6.30 and 7.30 yep. Sunday. Then there was a firework display. You could then, if you if you didn't make it between the 6.30 and 7.30 window, you could have leave till after nine. Okay. And if you didn't, couldn't make it at all, you had to leave on Monday, pick them up on Monday. Wow, okay, okay. Yeah, it's just interesting, leave, leaving them sort of out sitting in the, you know, where there's all sorts of, I don't know that I'd leave Mike. And suck out in the elements for that long too. Because yeah. I remember last year, it was very, very dusty and there was a thick layer of dust on all of them. Yeah, yeah. But this time around, it was a little bit wet and stuff, so not as bad. Um, it was still really, really good on the Saturday, even though there was a bit of rain. Um, it was cool to see the Formula 3s and Formula 2s yeah. racing there for the first time. Man, those Formula 3s are so freaking loud. Huh. <laughs> they're way louder than any of the others my goodness formula two sounded pretty good almost similar to formula one except they had i don't know must have something to do with the gear changes but there's a lot of pops in between the gear changes a bit more flames shooting out too so a bit more raw yeah they still had the um the v6 turbo charged in it but yeah just just that little bit different and then you just see the formula ones and oh my god they're just so fast yeah <laughs> We're on a good, good um, little fast kind of curve bend where we always sit um, with our camping chairs, and it's got a screen there as well because we wanted to find a spot where you at least get a screen, so yeah. kind of see what's happening when yeah. they're not you. Sitting? Whereabouts was it? Um, I have to double check. I got this. I got the Chinese book. Yeah, we're coming in on to through gate five. This yep. is good for the listeners. Well, this is too bad. Up around here. Yeah, that's all the cars are displaying and stuff. Yeah, I, I was between 12 and 13. Oh, yep, yep. 12 and 13. So you were over the Queen's Road side, Scotty? Yes. Yep. Yep. We just parked. Question, what would it mean? It's like a five-minute walk. What would amenities like this year? It was easy to get food and drink? Uh, It was still pretty busy. Um, but if you find the right places to get your food and drink, and you're not really waiting that long. It's not too bad. I got a pizza on Friday and it was big crowds and it didn't take that long. Okay. Yeah, there was um, this massive line to go into this big toilet block, but everyone was coming in one way and the other way they were just coming out, but it was not saying in and out, so we just <laughs> went into the other way and straight in. <laughs> hey, there's nothing saying you're not allowed to, so like, good. That's a lie. 
Yeah, but that line was still moving really, really fast, like pretty steady too. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Steady flow of piss in that block. <laughs> we wanted to get coffee and donuts, but that line was huge and it was barely moving, so we're like, no. Nah. So we just went back to our seats. <laughs> so do, you, do you enjoy your eleven dollar hot dogs and your seven dollar twenty dollar yeah. pizza? It was pretty sad. What I got chips and gravy. <laughs> Hamburger and a bottle of water, and I think it was thirty-five bucks. Oh, mama! It's not too bad. It's about right. It's about right for that, yeah. But the bottle of water came straight from Italy, so. Oh well. Yeah, special bottle. It came over with the Italian team, probably Ferrari. Yeah, I just wanted a bottle of water, and like, yeah, this is what we got. It was probably like you know ten dollars for that bottle of water. Scuderia, Scuderia, what the vasa? Nothing special about yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, the new Gen Three V8 supercars look pretty good. They look all right on fire too. The Mustang. <laughs> you haven't heard? I saw that. <laughs> Two of them on fire. But yeah, that, they they look really they look really good. They look planted. Um, yeah. I don't know how good that series will go. What's going to happen, happen with the Camaros when they stop them in a few years? What's going to finish now? Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I just think they'll just keep racing them. I guess. They won't do much. Again, I, don't, I don't know how well this Gen 3 is going to go. I'm not sure. Mm. There's no other teams that are going to join. It's still just going to be those two. No one wants to join it. Yeah, it's that's just the not thing. worth it. That's the issue. There's, there's no, yeah, it's, it's too expensive. Um, and there's no, there's no other competition. Yeah, it's just not worth it, unfortunately. Was there a, like a race where they had, uh, you know, your, your super type cars, your, your, your Porsches, your Lambos, your Ferraris? And stuff like yeah, that. so you got the the GT3s. Um, I think ours is called the Oz GT. Okay. That's still going, and it's got got a bunch of those. It's mainly all Audis. It's mainly oh. all Audi R8s here. Okay. I assume they must be a bit cheaper than the other ones, but mm. yeah, <clears throat> they still Carrera have that. Cup too. Yeah, the Carrera Cup was on. Um, they finally got rid of that speed comparison thing. Finally, that was where they just have like a C63 AMG and a V8 supercar and like some Formula One car and they just see which one's, yeah, it's all timed and stuff. Mm. You see it every single year. It's pretty boring. Yeah. But because we got Formula Two and Formula Three there, it's, you know, some things like that got scrapped, which I think was for the better. It was really, really good to see was, the young guns in the Formula Twos and Formula Threes. Yeah, that'd be cool. Was there a celebrity race in vehicles? No, not no. anymore. No, it hasn't been for years. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that one anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, they broke a record again over the weekend, so better than last year. So even more people this time around. That's true. Okay. Um, Fit more people in if they really wanted to, couldn't they? Yeah, I mean, you could, but they'd need to bring in some more, you know, vendors and things like that to accommodate for it, mm-hmm. um, and probably beef up security. So then Sunday doesn't happen with people jumping onto the track. Yeah. That that would be smart too. Because in all honesty, <clears throat> when I was there over the whole um, Saturday, I didn't see any security. There was one lady like in front behind the ropes that's meant to be crowd management or something. She was just watching the race the whole time. <laughs> I can just I see can her doing and never looking at us, like looking at the crowd and then just looking at the race. I can just see her saying stop and everyone's just like pushing her over and going straight past. <laughs> Yeah, we have like four securities in our, our hospitality, like just standing at the front, they're doing nothing. They're just like standing in the front, like with like big guys, thing. They're just they're nothing. They stand there, they're still there for four days. 
<laughs> yeah. I've got a funny security um, um, incident. So my friends, I was there on the Friday and my friends uh, had media pass things. So I said, I want a bottle of, I want some catering, you know, where do we get the free catering with your pass? So they go, oh, fine, come this way. So we dawdle up and through this little pedestrian tunnel thing. Um, and because they were media, they got, got through the tunnel and I was just walking behind them with them. So it was fine, whatever. So I get into the media area. Uh, then they go off and get me my sparkling bottle of water, which was um, much appreciated. I was thirsty. And then um, after about 15 minutes of chit-chat, they're like, oh, we're going to stay in, Ed. Just go back out that tunnel, and I'm, which is back to the pleb public area. So I go to the tunnel to go back out to where I'm meant to be, and there's a guy there, and he goes, oh, you know, uh, you got to have a pass. And I said, oh, no, I, look, I just came in with my friends with media passes, and, and, and I'm, I just need to go back out to the public. Like, I'm not meant to be in here, you know? <clears throat> I can't let you go in or out without a pass. And I said, well, you better get a helicopter to chopper me out of here. <laughs> now, what do I do? Stand here for the next 18 hours? What do you, what do you suggest? Stuck in limbo. <laughs> it was only after I suggested the helicopter. He said, oh, no, there's another road you can go down there and around the corner. I was like, all right, fine. So then I found myself amongst the Formula 2s and the tyres and the mechanics, and I thought, I'm still not meant to be here. Like, there's people, <laughs> there's people behind ropes, and I'm on the wrong side of the ropes. So, Anyway, uh, and my friend's texting me from work saying, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm trapped in some bloody... <laughs> anyway, so I finally, I finally got out of there and back to where I was meant to be. But I felt I, what I thought I should have said to the guy afterwards was, okay, I don't have a pass. I'm in the wrong area. If you were to throw me out of this area, where would you throw me? Because <laughs> yeah. That's where I want to go right now. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then after that... Security. You should have tried to aimlessly walk your way into just driving a car. <laughs> Next thing you know, you got like the suit I, on, the helmet on, you're in the car. Yeah, I feel like I almost could have, uh, given <laughs> given where I was. Just, uh, Formula 2, yeah, I'll jump in that. They're just grabbing it. Oh, you're a racer, aren't you? Quick, come yeah, here. I'll give it a crack. Yeah. Just put like a lower team's like top on, like a Williams top or something. They're just like, oh, yeah, it's all right. he's like part of their you know, pit crew. Yeah. <laughs> they might let you in. <laughs> so, uh -huh. overall, so, so, so on this chat, Ed went, Scotty, you went. Um, uh, Harley, well, Dave, it hasn't gone, and Alum Deep Singe. So it sounds, it sounds like you guys had a, had a good, uh, good go at the F one. A few of my students went, and um, they were messaging me on the Friday because they wagged school to go to uh, <laughs> go to the Formula One. They're, they're, they're like, "Sir, we know you won't get us in trouble." I'm like, "Well, no, I won't." They're like, "They're like, but can, can we like?" So they just started sending me photos and, and videos, and and I'm like, "Well." I kind of can't be angry at you because you're doing this, but I kind of have to be, but I don't know what I should be doing right now. Should I be doing the, uh, should I be doing the, the proper teacher thing? But anyway, I see them today. Um, and cause they went to all three days and, and, and they, they, they came in today and they're like, they're like, sir, thanks for, for not snitching. And they gave me like some lanyards and some like stuff they bought me from the formula. Form. I was like, all right, it's worth it. Oh, that's nice. That's I'll nice. take bribes. I take bribes. So, yeah. um, <laughs> So they 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 had a, they had a good time and they, they took some really good photos. Um, they're some of my ex photo students from from years ago, so they're they're actually doing really really well. Uh, but, but that was cool. Do you see the prices of some of the stuff there? Yeah, at the Formula Ones. <laughs> oh, nuts! The oh. merchandise is huge. My goodness. Yeah, so How much do you reckon a Ferrari jacket would be? Oh, it's like six hundred bucks or something. It's not like a, a really like awesome nice jacket. Just a basic Ferrari red jacket. Two hundred. $350. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't like a nice, you know, leather jacket or really thick or anything. It was real basic. 
average one, 350 bucks. Yeah, they milk it. The caps were like 50 bucks, I think, each, weren't they? Pardon? Caps were like 50 bucks. Yeah, they're about 50, 60 bucks. That's pretty normal. Well, it we're always having like like a charity, like the auction, the auctioning off stuff in, in our thing. Yeah. Like people were like paying, they were drunk and they'll pay ridiculous prices. Like some guys like paid two one for a Max Verstappen signed cap and someone uh, paid 12 and a half grand cash for a Michael Schumacher signed helmet. Is that the one? Like, the one bloke, he spent 20 grand like in five minutes. Well, you're just dropping money like that. Like, Living the dream. Oh, <laughs> like, even like our, our, my like the friend we were with, like he tried to buy like a Charles Leclerc, like just a polo like t shirt, and he's bidding up to like it's like $1,500 for it. Yeah, it's great <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, and this guy just rocks up, yeah, two one, two two, uh, you know, just for a t shirt, like silent polo, like red Ferrari polo, just like you know, in the picture of you know, Charles okay. signing it. Yeah. I'll hold it. But you can't even wear it. It's not for you. Right, yeah. right. For the man cave. It would look good in the man cave. I did go to a, a, a club um, afternoon. Usually we have afternoon tea and well, you know, lunch or something at someone's place and watch it. There are probably a dozen of us there. Um, and I made a, an amateur mistake. I, I, I decided at um, lap 50, what was it, 50? Six when it stopped, I thought, oh, it's pretty much over now. So, oh, oh no, David, that's going to win. <laughs> that's going to win crazy, wasn't it? No, no, exactly right. Exactly right. Yep. Those red flags are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, out of the four scenarios, do you think the, the scenario that they chose was the right one? Wrong. Wrong. Yep. I yeah, agree. Poor, poor old Carlos. I, I think he was hard done by. Yep. Agreed. Because Leclerc um, got crashed out by Stroll in the first lap incident at the start. Yeah. No penalty. And there's like basically the start of the race again from the grid. First lap incident. Everyone, just so many people crashed and he got five second penalty. Yeah. Nice thing, Alonso. Yeah. Yeah, unfair. Just yep. agreed. Yeah, bit, bit messy. Hopefully they fix that up anyway as we move along. But yeah, bit silly. Um, I should probably jump into my car updates. Yes. I fixed the power steering belt. If you remember, I was talking about it being all squeaky and I was like, ah, I probably got to replace it. Thought I got to replace it or something. It was just like getting worse. I thought, ah, I'll take a look. So, because when I was having online trying to find the right belt, I just kept finding all these different sizes. Like, ah, hopefully it's still written on there and I could quickly find it. But I also got to take it off and take it in and measure and all that. Um, And it's still written there and there's no cracks in it and that. It was just a bit loose. So I just tightened up the tension on it. Does some matter, Scotty. Yeah, sometimes, so, sometimes that's all it needs, just just a bit of tension. And... Yep, I just need to tighten up a bit, and uh, it's been fine. So that was a super easy fix. That's the way I like it. <laughs> I'm sitting in the new study area at the moment. Haven't set it up yet, just got some desks. And next to me, I've got a whole bunch of all my Hot Wheels cars. Nice. Heaps and heaps of them. That's Excellent. Cool. So you can do it. You can do a segment through the rest of the show, and each time someone yells out Hot Wheels, I'll just pull out another random one. And just have it. <laughs> Next week we want them all on the wall behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll try. I don't know if I'll be able to do that yet, but yeah, each time I'll just shove one in your face and go, "Here's a new Hot Wheels car." <laughs> right now I've got an S14. There you go. There's the one, mate. Like an S14. The nice one. So were you a keeper of them in the packet? 
Do you keep yours in the packet? Uh, or do you get I'm two? Probably going to take them out. Okay. Because I can't really display them and I'm not going to sell them. Like I haven't got them to speculate on to, you know, try and earn money off them or anything. Yeah. Because if you, when you try and set them up and that, they like stuck leaning like this. Yeah. I never, I never liked th that style of packet, you know, the, that you can't put back. Whereas the matchbox cars, yeah. you could always open they were the boxes were designed to be open and, you know, and things put back in. But as soon as they went to those clear plasticky ones, it's, Game over, you know. It's rubbish. It is. is. These like special ones here. That's cool. Ooh, Hot Wheels oh, that's one. That's a cute one. Ooh, Ooh. I like that one. And you can see the way it is. You can actually leave that in the packet. Like that, yeah. So, yeah. Flat, yeah. Yeah, I've got ones like that too. Yeah, that's cool. Very but then nice. they, it annoys me that there's no uniformity between like the packaging. So if you're trying to set them up, you just have to like set up them all differently so i'm I'm also on the side of pull them out of the packaging you know and then you can always be like me me you know drive them actually around <laughs> which is very important i think if you get hot wheels and you never actually drive them around um, then you're really losing out of value like i'd say 80 percent of the value of the hot wheel right there <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't buy them to try and invest with them or anything i mean there's ones like this that i might keep in the package though yeah that's cool yeah that's right it's a good one so the mercedes ones there which is pretty cool. So I'll probably keep that one in the box. But there's some bits and pieces. I got heaps. They're everywhere. So if anyone yells out Hot Wheels, I'll grab one and shove it in your face and say this is one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my updates. My good. updates is doing. Alan. Um, uh, where was my last car update? I think everything was fine. If once I came back from the old country. Um, except for the MX-5, which... As you know, small battery, small car, and having family members that don't take care of anything, even though you ask them to, it had a dead battery once again. Um, so I decided this time I was going to do the right thing and actually scrub the battery terminals as well um, and the connectors, just because I had this weird yellowish paint on them, which I think the previous owner might have put it on there to avoid corrosion. But it, it ended up kind of insulating the terminals to the point where if you want to jump, to start the car. You kind of couldn't. You just have to charge up the battery, and then use the battery to start the car up because you just couldn't really get electricity through the outside. So I gave him a real good scrub. You know, jumps out of the car, took it for a long drive. I think I put about 60, 70 k's on it. Went up the Hume Freeway, and unfortunately got caught right as um, they started roadworks. Uh, I yeah. thought I'd be able to turn around before that, but I couldn't. So I kind of got screwed by that. That's when I sent the picture of the the Corvettes. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. They were at the, uh, the Wallen outbound BP pump. Yeah. I'm assuming they were going on some sort of a trip. Came back home, saw that the battery was not very well charged, um, so I put my trickle charger on it and let it go to town. Um, and then, it being a car from you know that early 2000s era with some security features, security features, <laughs> all they served to do was really annoy you. And once again, the car's like, I'm being you know, hijacked or stolen or something. And therefore I'm just going to flash the hazards and flash the like little intrusion alarm all the time. And so for like three days straight, like the, the remote stopped working with the car. I thought they needed a new battery. So I put a new battery in it. Turns out that wasn't the case. It's just the car and the immobilizers just weren't having it. Mm. They were just like, no, you've stolen me. How <laughs> dare you? You you want to get into me? You got to get in using the key. And then, you know, I won't be happy when you start me up and I'll flash around and make everyone, you know, you get the get the cops on you or something. So I just left it alone for three days, four days, and then I finally went back to just you know hit the old unlock button and 
you know, it's very happy to unlock and ready to go. So I was quite pleased with that. I thought I was going to have to get some kind of locksmith involved or, or something of that nature, but it was just one of those things of the, the early 2000s cars and security features. You leave them alone for a while and they'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, succumbed to its fate. It's like, all right, I've been stolen. I might as well work for the new owner now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, apart from that, no real big updates for me. Um, everything's kind of going, yeah, as it should, hopefully. Very good. Updates with me. Oh, you do, Matty. Uh, I had a guy come and look at the LTD on Sunday night. Right. Oh, no. Uh, pretty much just came and laughed at me and said, I'm dreaming, um, and then walked away. So I was like, sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, so, so, yeah. what, did, he, did he see that big hole on the side where it got burnt? <laughs> no, no. He, uh, he's like, he's like, it's leaking oil. I'm like, yeah, I know it's leaking oil. Like that's, you know, he, he's, 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 like, he's like, and he just, he just was just having a complete utter go at the car. He's like, oh, it's, it's leaking wood. I'm like, no, I just gave it a wash because you were coming. I, it was, I uh, had a bit of bird shit on there. So I wanted to clean it. He's like, nah, it's leaking water. I'm like, look, it's not leaking water. It's leaking oil. I can be honest with you. It's leaking. It's leaking oil. It's leaking from the power steering rack, but everything else is all right. And, huh. and he's like, oh no, no, no. He just, he just, he's, he's like, mate, you know what? I went and saw a V8 one at the same price that was bone dry underneath. I'm buying that one. I'm like, yeah, mate, go buy that one. Okay. Like, he was talking to me. I didn't even finish it. Let him talk. I just turned, I just turned the car off, shut the bonnet, locked the car. And he's, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to stand here and get like criticized yeah. you know, you, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm like i'm not going to city i'm like you know he, he's, he's like man i wouldn't even offer you two grand for this piece of crap this and the other i'm just like, oh wow he's like I'm like yeah no worries mate see you later um so <laughs> wow. inside and uh yeah that was that um the forester my sister said is running a bit rough on cold start and uh yeah i had a bit of a look at it it is running rough on cold start and um might be the head gasket after she cooked it Head gasket, Scott, Scott, yeah. Scott, Scott. Yes. So, could you could you give a little more information on she cooked it? Uh, the radiator cracked, and she drove it, and she didn't realize, and then cooked it. Oh, so, um, oh, that's gonna hurt. So, it's only when it's cold because the obviously the you know the the alloy and stuff they all, all the all the parts you know that they they, yeah. they they don't expand anymore. They they kind of contract and. Uh, so I thought they think water's getting into the combustion chambers when it's cold because when it's because when it's warm, perfectly fine. It's not not an issue at all. It it, it drives really really well. Um, but it's thing when it's on a cold stuff, oh, it's like like two mm. minutes or so. It's a bit it's a bit how you going. It sounds like it's got a miss, and Ratner's like that's usually not a good sign. Uh, mm. So they're, okay. they're, it's going in on Thursday, and they're gonna put they're gonna pressure test it. They're gonna um, put <laughs> you know the horoscope in the uh, in the in the um, in the bores and then have a look and, and, and see if there's any you know, moisture and stuff in there and combustion, you know, what if it is, it's uh engine out and head gasket replacement, but the is a bit like a, a Japanese version of a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> they are a little bit, aren't they? Hey? Uh, I'm trying to think so. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Like, Ren is like, he's like, this engine's perfect. He's like, look, the bottom end should be fine. He's like, it's just, she didn't know and unlucky and, you know, I'm like, well, yeah, I, I, I guess, but it's just... It's, that's the first one that's done, that car's done? Uh, well, when my brother first bought it, within the first... Like, he bought it in the weekend, he drove it um, to... Because he drove it to Mount Buller, it um, it had a head gasket issue, so he got, got the head gasket redone. But that was over 100,000 Ks ago, like that. that so, um, 
he bought it at one one eighty five or something, and then um, it did the head gasket then, um, and then it's been it's got I think it's got three hundred thousand Ks on it now, and it's but it wouldn't have done the head gasket. It's just she cooked it, and then and Ratner's like I wouldn't be surprised if she heard it, but the car's running okay. Just drive it for a few more weeks and see how it goes. And if anything comes up, then then we know we've had an issue and had an issue. So, um, so Frozen. so she's driving mm. my mum's Camry. Mum's driving the Forester. She, she's like, look, it's it's driving okay. Um, it's not losing any water or anything. It's just it's just on the cold start in the first like couple of minutes in the morning. It's it's got a bit of a miss, but then uh, then it clears up and it's. She's like, I've got it's blowing out the exhaust. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, so <laughs> she's, she's like, I got on the freeway, get, you know, gave it some boost, and it was yeah. fine. It was, it, it, she's like, I got to work, and it was fine, like no issues at all. Um, there's no bubbling in the um, in the overflow bottle, which is usually a good sign of that. It's got this year, it's getting air in it. So, um, but again, we will find out the diagnosis on uh, Thursday. I mean, worst case scenario, head gasket. Best case scenario, it's a you know, it's a coil or a, or a spark plug or you know something something very very That's easily it. to be easy to be fixed. But the fact that it's happening on a cold start um, is very head gaskety to me. That it's uh, yeah. So my sister's had a bit of a panic attack. She's like, she's like, oh my god, I can't afford an engine like this to get rebuilt. And I'm like, look, you won't have to get a rebuild. We'll just, we'll just, um, we'll just get the heads done, put new, put a new gasket in it, and then you should be golden because it's, uh, it is what it is. <clears throat> so fingers crossed. But uh, I think, um, I think the car gods are against my sister on this, on this, uh, on this instance. So it is what it is. So yeah, that's virtually it on my end, gentlemen. I think it's time for the quiz. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, are you guys ready for the quiz, Robin Harley? You guys ready? Yeah. Yep. 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 Yes. All right, gentlemen. Now you know the rules. Ten questions plus some bonus questions as we go along. Um, this is the car to a car quiz. Let's crack on. Question one: The Ford Capri is set to come back as a what? Harley. Harley. And like an electric SUV. Uh, that is that would be correct. What well oh. wow. I was about to jump in and say SUV is a joke, but uh, there you go. Same here, David. Same here. Wow. They did a uh, the, the the Ford uh, did a uh, what's it called? Uh, I think it was Ford or, or a company did the Ford Fiesta's returning as an SUV. I almost like felt sick as an April Fool's joke. I'm like, <laughs> like that is like that is not an April Fool's joke. That that for me is like murder. Um, <laughs> question two. What does Toyota's 4AGE, Volvo's B8444S, and Ford's Shogun uh, V6 out of the Taurus have in common? Uh, Scott. Scott. Have they both been worked on by Yamaha? That is correct. Well done, Scotty. Wow, Scott. Good, Scotty. Yamaha. Um, Three very good engines that have been had their heads done by Yamaha. Very well done. So, score check. Robin, Scotty are on one apiece. Everybody else is on zero. Question three. Uh, what car has Kia Australia stopped taking orders for? David. David. Oh, I should know this. Oh, the Stinger. Stinger is absolutely correct. Well done. Question four. Mm. Nissan is currently making a full electric version of which iconic car? Scott. Scott. R32 GDR. R32 GDR is absolutely correct. Ooh. Question five. <clears throat> Toyota's 86 is celebrating how many years this year? Ed. Ed got in there first. Eight years. Incorrect. David. David. I'd say 10. 
It is 10. Well done. Bonus question. How many special 10th anniversary editions are coming to Australia? Ed. Ed. 500. Incorrect. David. David. 10. 10 is incorrect. Oh. I was going to say 10, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> you are. Excuse this me, now. Pleasure. I'm serving this to you once, yeah. Scotty. <laughs> what, 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 watch him say 11 now. <laughs> <laughs> 11. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say uh, a thousand. Incorrect. Um, Alan, there's going to be 86 of these 86s, aren't there? There is 86 of them coming. Oh, time. I knew it would be. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think of that. Yeah, uh, score check. Uh, David and Scotty are on two apiece. Alan and Rob are on one. And Edward Bunting, yet to score. Nothing. <laughs> Let's try and get one. Miami's just a get one. But guess what, guys? It's anybody's game. <laughs> uh, question six. Which famous movie star and WWE wrestler drives a Civic Type oh, R? David. Uh, that was Harley. I've got Harley in there first. Oh, oh. John Cena. Damn it. Well done. I had that one. He drives a Honda Civic Type R as a daily. Never he can't it. fit in there with them shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Steroids. Like Hightower, take the front seat out and sit. <laughs> <laughs> In the Civic. You know he lost at WrestleMania? Yes, I do. He, he never loses at WrestleMania. And there he is. Never loses. I mean, that was on this weekend. Freaking Roman Reigns still was holding the double titles. Oh, that was such a scam as well. Yeah, Welcome man. to WWE Talk. Yeah, we're going to do it. <laughs> that was another podcast, but anyway. Yeah, well, we, we can change it. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we've had uh, we've had Vietnam Talk. We've had... What, what else True. have we had tonight? Yep, yep. Yeah. Correct, correct. Question seven. Which car company has said that they are keeping push buttons for controls in cars as touchscreens are too dangerous? Oh, damn it. I heard this. Uh... Rob. Rob. Toyota. Incorrect. Crickets. Uh, Alan. Alan. It was was Hyundai, wasn't it? It was Hyundai. Well done, Alan. Very good. Hyundai. Andy, guys, score check. Rob, David, Alum, and Scotty are all on two apiece. Ooh. And Edward is on nothing. He's on nothing. <laughs> is still anyone's um, game? It still is. Uh, yeah, you can catch up, Edward. You can catch up. We believe in you. Technically, right. Edward, according to this, if there's one, two, three, four questions remaining, uh, in, with some bonus questions in there. I could win. I could win it. Technically. You could technically yeah. win. All right. Win. All right. That gives me hope. Okay. I doubt it, but you can technically win. Uh, question eight. Mazda is removing one SUV from its lineup to get two SUVs in its lineup. Which car are they removing? Harley. Harley. CX-9. CX-9 is correct, Harley. Well done. Bonus question, and this is a, worth a point each. What cars are they replacing the CX-9? Ed. Uh, Ed. God. Ed was there. I heard Ed. 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 I think it's... I think it's uh, I read it. Is it a CX sixty? That's one of them. That's one point. Alan, Alan for the next one. Hmm. Alan for the next one. Well, that depends. Is he got the other one? Wait, wait, hang, wait, wait, hang. So wait, <laughs> so wait. Uh, actually, to be fair, Ed buzzed in first. So Ed, you've got you've got the first, you've got the first chance to get to get it wrong. So you've got CX sixty. That's one. Oh, we know what it is now. It's CX sixty. Yeah, and I think Alan's right. It is a CX ninety. I think the other one. CX ninety is incorrect. So it's not what do you mean it's incorrect? It's incorrect. It's, it's incorrect. 
Oh, it's yeah. fine. That's Ed's oh, guess. Oh, I'll take another one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, got it. Six eighty is correct. Well done. Ooh, question <laughs> one. Harley. Ford announced to very disappointed fans this week what car to arrive here in Australia before the end of the year. Harley. Harley. The Mack E Mustang. The Mustang Mack E is absolutely correct. It was funny though when they announced that they're like they're like we've got a big announcement of a car returning tomorrow. Everyone's like, oh my god, this is you know the, the return of the Falcon. And then it was. Never gonna be. They hit him with the marquee, and it was like, "You bastards! You could how could you do this to us?" <laughs> Fiesta, is it the Fiesta coming back? Oh, I, mean, I would have been happy, but there's uh, the, no, they they bring in the marquee. Question ten: Subaru has sold more in the first oh. quarter. Of- Alan, I was gonna go with because you said rally red car, the WRX. Incorrect. Oh no! Subaru has sold more WRXs in the first quarter of 2023. Then what other four-door rally-bred car for it, this the entire model year lineup allotment? I have no idea what the question is. Yeah. I demand return. Subaru has sold in the first quarter more WRXs than what other four-door rally-bred car to be sold for the entire model year 2023. So a different brand. Harley? Yeah. Harley. Harley. Is that like a Renault Clio? Incorrect. There's another four-door rally-bred car. For their whole year allotment, they've sold more in the first quarter of 2023 than this car has been allowed to be made in 2023. You can't get Lancers anymore, so it's not that. Nope. Focus. Not Focus. Fiestas. Mm. Corolla. Mm. Corolla Gia. Corolla Gia is correct, David Prince. Well done. So they they have sold more Subarus and WRXs in the first quarter of 2023 than Toyota's entire 2023 allotment of the Corolla GR. <laughs> um, score check, gentlemen. Edward on one, Alum and Scotty on two. Second place is David on three. And tonight's winners on a grand total of five. Robin Harley, well done. Hey, oh, Harley. Harley done it. It was all Harley today. Well done, Harley. Yeah. You're on fire. Aye. Well done, well done. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say how disappointed the the the, the Ford fans were. It was hilarious. Oh, if you if you want to if you want to laugh at something, go to their Instagram page and check out Ford Australia's uh, pictures of the market. It's just it's just getting. Um... What is the market? It's an, an electric um, Mustang. Electric and it really SUV. 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 It had like the full stand, the Ford stand, the F one. It only had the marquee in it. Oh, the blue one. One, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I did. So, uh, Liz Elliott and Daniel Ricardo, uh, yeah, the um, uh, they did the big reveal. Yeah, big reveal. You know, Ford built a beautiful four door four door car. I think it's actually under the Lincoln banner. I reckon they do real well if they sold here. Is it a Ford or sedan or, or, or a sedan. Um... sedan? Okay, all right, beautiful car. Mm. Well, Ford, if you're listening. <laughs> that, uh... no. Rob's got some advice for you. Bring Lincoln here. Um, <laughs> it's it's interesting though because Ford have said that they're they're not going to be profitable in the EV space till I think twenty twenty five or twenty six. Like they're like they're just losing money on every EV that they're selling. Well, um, the problem is the batteries. They're not using LFP batteries. What batteries are they using? They use a more like a conventional like um, lithium type battery where you can't charge it to one hundred percent. Okay. Whereas the LFP blade battery, like you know, like the newer Teslas and like the BYDs, you can charge to hundred percent constantly. They've got like a, lo- a longer life, and like you don't have to be as careful with them. They're the operating parameters. So why why are they why have they chosen to do that? Is it just cost cutting or? Oh, just the way they, the, the technology they're using, same as like all their the pickups. So, but they actually are. So I don't know if you saw recently that they released like a new like Explorer type yeah, concept 
SUV, yeah. yeah. That's actually based on the Volkswagen ID for. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because now they're sharing Volkswagen, so all their vans and stuff will be built on the Volkswagen Crafter type chassis and done deal with Volkswagen. Yeah. So they're sharing the electric technology with Volkswagen now. For. Okay. So is, yeah, the new, is, it, is the new electric uh, custom like transit custom? Is that is that based on that as well? I, I'm not sure yet if that like they've, they've started, but I know that the, this new model, this SUV, is going to be based on the like ID4 like skateboards, which has that um, uh, a lithium phosphate LFP battery. So basically, it's just like so. Essentially, is what you're saying all these cars is going to be the exact same car just with a different um like. Yeah, they like the, the, their skateboards all the same, just different body, just three body. Yeah. So they're either buying it like a like a like Tesla, like even the batteries Tesla is actually for BYD kind of thing, like they developed with BYD and stuff in China that in the new Model Threes. Okay. Because the test the um the Tesla performance batteries are not LFP batteries yet, so you can't charge those one hundred percent regularly, consistently. Whereas the Tesla with the normal standard range like we've got is an LFP battery. And that can go to 100%. 100%. They actually recommend you charge 100% once a week. All right. Okay. Whereas like in a Polestar or like a normal like Tesla performance, they say you should charge it to 90%. Don't charge it to 100. What happens if you do? Well, it just like, I think it just like basically shortens, shortens the life of the battery. Like it's like a full oh. cycle. Okay. So like they count it as like charge cycles. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when you like do intermediate cycles, you're not actually doing a full cycle. So if you charge between twenty and eighty, always you're not doing the full cycle. So yeah, actually get a bit longer life out of your battery. And most like modern day batteries don't appreciate being kind of really, really low in charge or really, really like up there at one hundred percent charge. They prefer usually that twenty to eighty percent is like where your best battery optimal lifespan will kind of be. Which is why even like your iPhones, they do that smart charging where if you enable it, it kind of charges up to about 80% when you're asleep. And when it knows you're about to wake up because you've got the alarm on, it'll charge that last 20% kind of in that really, really short period of time. So it kind of saves your battery. I just don't understand how that works. Like, you know, like a battery, it's supposed to be charged, right? Like, you know, I don't understand how that... I mean, if they knew that the batteries are not going to last if you keep charging to 100%, like I, I guess you expect I, them to already build like what yeah. you're seeing as 100% is actually the battery's ultimate 80% something like that. Yeah. You expect yeah. them to do something like that. Yeah. Now some of them are, but you know, it's still um it's still about I guess giving people a warranty on the battery that they'll deem acceptable before they write. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz you got to make that money. I tell you one thing though, you uh, cancelled the registration on us the other day because we didn't pay our EV tax. What? No. What? On the Tesla Tesla. Wow. Are you serious? Like, like the Victorian government cancelled your rego? Yeah. Yeah, suspended a rego. Get out. Yeah, so they had to go and take a photo and send them the photo and whatnot. She did tell them that, you know. Hey, well, I have no. They wouldn't have said anything. I actually told her this because I read an article that they cancelled 250 registrations wow. recently. Vic Rhodes, yeah? Yeah. And she put up Vic Rhodes and go like, oh, like, how do I submit my odometer? Like, I saw all this, you know, like... Do I have to? He goes, oh, yeah, you should be in your Vic Roads account. You should just, like, next to your, like, car in your Vic Roads account, there should be a thing that you, like, put your, like, upload a picture of your odometer and you can, whatever, pay the tax, yeah? yeah? She was like, oh, I might as well show that because when we bought the car, it was before the rule came in. Oh, no. 
So it was never uploaded onto her account. Whereas when my boss bought his brand new Tesla, like it's done from the start. Like they, they yeah, tell you yeah. in, the, in the process, when you buy the car, they kind of do it, you know, at the start. So what happens now? The car's unregistered. Nah. Like well, you, you have to take a photo of your dominant. Like, so basically she pulled up Vic Roads, they activated on her account, and then she's going to take a picture of her dominant to upload the photo before they would have cancelled the rego. But see, that's ridiculous, right? Like you could completely... Let's be honest. Bullshit that, and you could, and you could say, "Oh, well, how do they know it's your odometer?" Correct. Yeah. Well, I suppose you just... put up, you've got the VIN number and all that sort of stuff. Kind of next to the odometer, on a Tesla, it's got the VIN number next to it. I, su- I suppose you could definitely doctor it. It's just, yeah, yeah. there's a chance of you getting caught eventually. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, like we like basically, someone's got to pay it in the end. Yeah. Yeah. When you sell the car, I don't know if you're going to pay it or the next person's going to pay it when you transfer it or they're going to find out the kilometer reading. But seriously, you could, you could be smart and say, right, okay, every few thousand Ks, I'm going to take a photo. And when it comes to the end of the year, I'm just going to just like use the, the lowest picture and then just, just send it to them if, if they're, you know, and if you get pulled over and say, oh, yeah, I've just done a lot of Ks in, in the past, you know, a few, you know, few weeks. Like, what's to stop somebody? No, seriously, it, what's it, the, it, it'd be something that it'd be something that gets you, again, as, as Harley put it, when you sold a car. Yeah. yeah. And you've like you you know that person takes their picture yeah, and there's like a hundred thousand yeah. kilometers worth yeah, of you like, know, even, even like like like, we, like she couldn't have said like anything about the, the the her kilometers. No one would have known. But then eventually, when they catch on to it, you've got like and then they're like, oh, we've noticed you've got an electric car. You haven't paid the for the last three years. You got thirty, forty thousand k's. You got to pay two, three thousand up front to them in that I, time. I, I, yeah? I just don't get like. Like I just don't. It's just. It's, I find that such a stupid rule. Why does every other country have like benefits to change over to electric cars and stuff, but we're doing the opposite? Because we're ahead of the curve, you see. Because those countries are going to start having trouble in the future, <laughs> trying to you know make the same amount of money they were off the uh, internal combustion engine cars, mm-hmm. and like to pay for roads and stuff. We're already ahead of the curve. We're already getting that money, you know, paid to us. So we're making it more streamlined. I I swear. I think is we're going to make. We're going to make that COVID Trust money. Trust me, bro, is I think the government's a... Greenland, it sounds like a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like, more, it just sounds like more, more work than it needs to be. Like, it, it just sounds like they're trying to get their COVID money back from... Yeah, it's, it's a bit... Like, it's given the amount of electric cars in Australia, it's far too early to be kind of implementing this. Having an idea to actually implement it in the future, I think, is important. Because, again, if you expect to be transitioning to fully electric cars everywhere, you're going to have to make up for that shortfall of money that you were originally getting from fuel excise and whatnot. So it, man, it does make no sense. incentive. Like that means there's no incentive. Like, what's the point? Yeah, like right now there should be an incentive to actually get into an electric right. car. Well, I agree with that. They give you three thousand dollars, Victorian government. Yeah, but they're going to take it back anyway. But they're going to take that money back. And Victoria yeah. is the only state that charges you for the, the electric cars. Yeah. And South Australia tried, and they had to, they scrapped it after a few months, six months. Yeah. They tried to do it, but then like everyone, you know, it's it's quite strange when you think about it. That like. Canberra being one of the most expensive cities, or just in general, and to own a car, it's actually cheaper to own an electric car in Canberra than it is in to, in Victoria, which is kind of silly. <laughs> so, yeah. register your car in the ACT. Vic <laughs> roads are trash. But just thinking about it, what, what are, I don't think there are any benefits with electric car. They it affects the environment more in manufacturing it. Um, you, you're using uh, coal-fired power stations to charge it mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're paying taxes on it. You're paying a premium for an electric car. It's only going to last you maybe ten years if you're lucky with the battery. There's there's no advantages with electric car whatsoever. I no, think we're pretty backwards. Yeah. We're pretty backwards here. <laughs> like I uh, yeah I, I mean 
the, the whole point of oh let's go green let's go green but it, it's just i just find it just it's just so contradictory all of this all of this 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 stuff like um yeah when you when they were producing hydrogen cars that were, were producing water vapor in the exhaust and, it, and the hydrogen's in the air you know it's it's fr- it's essentially you know it's it's a it's a free resource that's that's, that's getting rid but like i've always said hydrogen would would be the the combustion engine of the future um but i also think that you know they call melbourne uh calif the california of australia and and but but i like i agree but i also disagree like like the california of australia yes because we you know we've got taxes on everything and we're a bit of a you know in better commerce nanny state but at the same time we're backwards because like we're charging people we're the only state that's just charging you know uh this 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 excise on on these on these evs so I'm just like I'm like I don't know what I don't understand the agenda right now. I don't understand what their agenda is. Like like what is the agenda of of electric cars in this country if that's what they're going to do? Like to me that makes no sense. Because there's no cheaper rego or anything, is there? Like even for hybrids. Yeah, there is. Well, there was. Yeah, there is. That the rego was a bit cheaper. I think the rego came in at seven hundred dollars. Oh, what a saving! Hundred dollars. It's about hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred dollars cheaper than a normal car rego. Yeah, you go to the movies twice for that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Kawasaki have built a hydrogen motorcycle. Yeah, let's, let's all buy those. Cool <laughs> idea. I think we're avoiding the the real point. Is anyone actually working on a flux capacitor? Like, it's, it's, I think that's their technology we've got to embrace. Really. Yeah. Yep. And and the GE cold infusion is <laughs> it generator that goes at the back of it? Yeah. Is that what it is? Another fun thing you can convert. Put your banana skins. Well, banana skins in there. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what you want. That's bring back, bring back the polarizer. Polarizer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. box of crystals. Yeah, that um, was just genius. Look, I'm, I'm just, I, I just don't know. Like everyone's like, oh, it, it, but the issue is everyone's going EV crazy, right? And and I, and I understand why. Like, uh, you know, they're they're efficient. They're you know, but yeah, I know you don't, David. But I, I just, I don't think I, I just no matter what, like I want it to be the answer, but it's not, it just can't be the answer if that if we're we, we're producing more coal, like, like we're burning more coal to to charge them. It's just as bad as you know emissions out of a car, if not worse. So, for me, the benefits here are kind of negligible, especially if they if they're going to tax you on 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 this, you know, because you're not you're not using fuel. It's just it's insanity. Like I, I don't I seriously don't understand it, and it's just um for, for me it's just it just feels like it feels like the automotive space is in a bit of a limbo right now and and it's it's been in this funk for a while and i, and I don't know what to and i don't know kind of um where we're heading with it so uh i mean i mean i, I wish i wish riz was on tonight to to discuss these points because because he'd, he'd have he'd probably have some answers but it's just been it's just been a real it just feels weird you know what i mean like it just it doesn't feel like 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 we're, we're making the right it, it feels like especially here in melbourne we're in victoria we're, we're we're taking backward steps but um everywhere else is still kind of doing this let's go to ev but um it, i i think the bigger issue is you know it's still using fossil fossil fuels to power them so yeah. unless you're unless you're getting unless you're powering them with complete renewable energy then for me that's just not the answer it's not but I think as close as I'll get at the moment is the the Nissan Note e power. Yeah. Because that's still got, you know, got a 1.23 cylinder in there. And that pretty much just charges the battery itself. So you're not plugging in anything. And you're getting like 900 to 1,000 kilometers out of a tank. That's pretty damn good. And if you get the Nismo version, you can do zero to 100 in like seven seconds. 
Well, see, like I've always said, hybrid. Like people used to love me when I said I actually like the Prius. I like I like how hybrids work because you know, like around town, like I've driven a. I mean, who, who's here? Who's here? Who here has driven the, the brand new Rav Four hybrid? Or I mean, Edward, you, you've got your mom's got a uh, Yaris Cross hybrid, right? They mm-hmm. they work flawlessly. They they shift between electric and, and and petrol. You know, real real easy. They get crazy. You know, you know fuel fuel. You know, uh, you know, miles per tank. And yeah. I'm like it's not you're not plugging in because because the engine's regenerating through the braking through you know the, the batteries through the braking through all that other stuff. So I'm yeah, like yeah. you know it's for me that's that's kind of still still for me more of an answer than than an electric car. Um, it's like it's like a good segue until they kind of figure something else out because like I was having this chat with Steph and and she wants she wants uh, you know a car in in a few years time like like a you know to upgrade in in a few years time and and we were looking around and we're like we're like there's no you know. She, she's like, I don't really want to go full electric, but I also don't want to be full internal combustion. So she's like, my answer is a hybrid. And the fact that she's she's not even a car person and she's saying that, you know, the answer is a hybrid. She's like, I wouldn't mind like the Sportage hybrid or, or Rev4 hybrid or, or or what have you, you know, or Jimny hybrid if that if that ever actually happens. Um, I think I think that's the answer. Um, would be, would be, you know, would be- would be it is the answer to everything. Um, would be would be smart because it's just saying that like this is a non-car person who has zero interest in cars at all, saying that you know what for me I in this from what I know and and how I feel about it I just like I just don't think I'd be comfortable with a car like that, and this is what this is where I stand. I'd like a, I'd like a hybrid in 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 between, um, where I still get good 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 gas mileage and I still get you know um you know the usability and the ability to go anywhere at any time. So yeah, it's kind of a tricky situation. Like, I, I, it's been scarily quiet in the, at this point in time. Um, no, it's, yeah, everyone else has been talking intelligently. I don't, I don't have to chime in. Oh, I mean, the road taxes have got to come from somewhere. If we're all in EVs, um, they've still got to maintain the roads and stuff, and that's where that money kind of goes, isn't it? So, um, either they tax the hell out of petrol or they tax the hell out of the EVs. It's, it's got to come from somewhere. Otherwise they've got not, you know, not enough money to put power poles and fix asphalt and potholes and what have you, I suppose. What about charge per no, kilometer? No, but the thing is though, is that the EV tax doesn't just apply to the EV. It applies to plug-in hybrids as well. Yeah. So you could have a, for example, a new C63, the plug-in hybrid would only do 30 kilometers on a plug-in hybrid. Hmm. But they take your kilometer reading from what you've done. It's about half of what they. So you're still paying two point one percent kilometers. So you could be driving like a normal car, paying your fuel, which is nine. You're paying putting ninety eight in it, paying two dollars mm-hmm. a liter. You're still paying thing, but you're also paying that whole entire tax because you yeah. can only do. Well, that's not fair if it's treated exactly the same. Yeah, that's a bit of a scam. So you still do your kilometer reading on your I plug-in think it's hybrid. Half that of no, electric, it's two point one percent. It's two point one cents for a plug-in hybrid. It's two point six cents per kilometer. For a um, electric, it's all electric. Yeah, and you can't just and you can't tell what you've done on electric power alone on a plug-in hybrid and what you've done on. Yeah, well, that's not fair. There should be probably more of a difference between those two. Big time. Move states. <laughs> I think should become New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I think whether we like it or not, EVs are happening because everyone's on board with it. You know, like and what by what that I mean, what I mean by that is the um. The politicians have decided that that's that's what it is. The greenies, that's what they want. So it's kind of like whether it's the best environmental solution or not, kind of doesn't matter because that's what's happening. So get used to it. cities um, where there's a lot of vehicles and maybe so, and then there, there should be some sort of 
just added congestion like tax or a, a, yeah. some sort of benefit in driving an electric vehicle in town in the CBD. You maybe pay less road um, tolls mm. like that when you go over the toll uh, through CityLink or something like that. Yeah. So to try to transurban would love that, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I also think like you know the, the fact that that we're having this discussion shows that um, you know the like the people that are making these decisions just don't know anything. They don't know the facts. They don't know, you know, they don't know what's going on. They don't understand how, how, how this whole system works. So that for me is the, the biggest worry that, that we, we here discussing this point and we're like, well, you know, they don't even, they, they don't even know what the answer is. And, 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 you know, if you're going to charge a tax, like, like most countries, like, for example, like you were saying earlier, uh, Robin in, in Vietnam, like a, a ranger is a hundred thousand dollars us, right? Like that's what that must be with all the taxes and everything applied to it already. If you're gonna if you're gonna do these taxes, why don't you apply it to when you buy the car in the first place? I'm told in Vietnam, once you buy registration and pay for registration, you never never have to pay registration again. Oh, that's like, the best. Why well, you have to pay hundred grand because you're paying for your registration? Yeah. So that's probably part possibly of, yeah. Part of so that there'll be a lot of taxes on that. Yeah. Just on that, Rob, uh, your trip. Just a, one question I had: Do you have to have a motorbike license to? Uh, do that chip or do you not? This is a difficult one. <laughs> you do if you get pulled over by a cop, unless, but if you don't get pulled over by a cop, just go for it. You get scot free, exactly. <laughs> or, you, or you pay them off. Or you pay them off. Yeah. <laughs> they take bribes. I mean, I do, I do have a bike license, so that's okay. But I'm just wondering, I'll say I did it with a friend who didn't. You know, can you, can you do that? License means nothing over there. Um, you have to be a, a, a resident and you have to be there for three months before you can get. Their license. Their license. Hmm. It is a real grey area. But I'll tell you the area that it's not grey is with your travel insurance. If you don't have a motorbike license and <laughs> off a bike, I rang up RACV and I said, look, we're going to Vietnam. What do I need to be covered riding a motorcycle in Vietnam? He's like, as long as you've got an Australian motorcycle license and take out international riders uh, license, yeah. you're covered under insurance. Yeah, okay. that's right. But if you haven't got a license, a motorbike license, and you fall off a motorbike, as as happens regularly mm-hmm. in part of the world and um, the aforementioned Bali area of the world, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, it's uh, ends very very badly. Okay, yeah. so idea one. My um my my credit card insurance going to the old country as well. That said specifically, it does not count if you're even if you're a passenger on a motorbike. We will not cover you. You have to pay wow. extra for that. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. It, it was complimentary insurance, like through the credit card. So, you know, you're not paying anything for it. But yeah, they were very specific to mention that even if you're the passenger on a motorbike, we don't care. We're not covering those injuries. <laughs> Did it actually say we don't care? In the- no, it, 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 was, it, it is more legally than that. I'm, uh, I'm paraphrasing, David. I love the thought that they could actually say that. Though. <laughs> or doctors talk that one. We don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a quick question for Harley. So. With the EV cars, you know, you're saying you can't charge them fully. Does that mean you got to sit there and keep watching no. to charge and unplug it, or does it just get to a point and it I stops? Like there's like a, like on your app with all the apps, and it's like a like a, like a bar. You set yeah. the charge on your app, so once it gets there, it just shuts it off. Oh, okay, cool. I was just wondering that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Or if you're a public charger and someone takes it out, well, they they should be able to yeah, because it locks this. Locks. Oh, okay. Okay. So if if you're at a Tesla charger, it'll lock in. Maybe a, a generic public charger won't lock. Oh no! All that all EVs lock. lock. They're like like 
but the thing is though is like that i know like the pollster has the unlock button right in the charge port next to the charge (laughs) (laughs) when it opens the the, the unlock button's actually there in the charge port to unlock it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so but uh, charging it yeah it's real easy the app will tell you it'll actually give you notification when it's charged all sorts of things the the, the applications are brilliant yeah especially for i'm not sure about the other cars the other cars haven't got the The site the app sorted yet Yep. Very basic information. Like, yeah, on the test side, you can look at all the cameras, record your cameras from your app and everything. Whereas, yeah, I know, like, my boss has a Polestar. It's very basic, his app. Like, you yeah. know, maybe turn on the heating. That's all you can do. <laughs> well, mine will show me, um, you know, how much I've spent for charging, um, how much I've saved on fuel. And and it actually downloads the, the local fuel prices all the time daily. Just to rub it in. Just to rub Just, it in. Yeah. It's pretty good. So what about that savings just goes to the tax. Yeah, well, <laughs> basically a third of that goes to tax, about four hundred dollars. Yeah. So instead of having a twelve hundred dollars saving, there's still an eight hundred dollars saving in fuel. Yeah. Well, so you spent a thousand dollars to charge it this year so far. Okay. Yeah. But you say twelve dollars in petrol. Mm. So you drive it a lot. Well, I mean, a good answer there is if you have um, solar in your house and you get like really good, get really good rebate for it. Um, but then again, at the same same token, you're still paying the tax anyway. So and then, when you do your solar, you have to turn down the charge rate to match the solar output. Oh right, okay. So you're not paying to, to to make it beneficial. So you're actually using all your solar at the same time. So you're not going over. You've only got a 10 kilowatt system, but your car's charging at 12 kilowatts or whatever, oh, yeah. or a 7 kilowatt inverter. You need to turn down your charge them to 7 kilowatts, which will take longer to charge your car. Twice as long, basically. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is keep my combustion engine because I can just go to the petrol station, plug in, uh, sorry, mm. uh, put put the belt, you know, uh, <laughs> put the pump in, pump, back, and then drive out. It's probably yep. it. That's it. You drive out, but you'll be driving out like $120 poorer each time. You've been car. True, but then I wouldn't have to work out like freaking, you know, tax and take photos and work out, you know, charge your rates. Car. And... Your car would be so efficient, wouldn't it, Matty? You know oh, yeah. It, it uses nothing. The, the it uses nothing. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Anyway. General, I think that's a podcast. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, Matthew. Yes. Thank you. Yes, Matthew. Thank you. Good discussion tonight. Uh, we'll go around the screens. We'll start with Scotty Doe, golf tip of the week. Golf tip of the week. Um, so when you're going to play round, don't play as the whole round. Just play hole by hole. Mm. So you might have one bad hole. Don't worry about it. The next one you can do better. A lot of people just get stuck stuck in that moment there and going, oh, I took Back on the hole, eh? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Go to the next hole. There's plenty of holes. There's 18. <laughs> uh, I, I'm liking it. That's words to live by, Scotty. Words to live by. You know, don't get stuck in a hole. There's other holes to to to, to get through. Uh, yep. Yeah. Very good. So, so Rob, do you play golf? On occasion. Okay, on I'm, occasion. I'm, I'm a hacker. Um, yeah, so not too good. You better start listening to me tips. You got to start listening to me tips. <laughs> you do need to start listening to some sort of tips. Every uh, episode, we've got some tips. 
I took a couple of lessons, uh, started playing, and then I stopped for a few years, COVID and everything else. And then COVID came back. I went out a couple of times. So I, I hit it down, you know, the, the, you know, sort of down the range. I don't go out in the rough too often. So, but I don't hit it far. So, anyway. That's all right. As long as you hit it straight. Mm. Good listen to Scotty's golf tips at the end of every episode. Uh, Rob, I do need <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, Edward Bunting and David Prince. I believe you guys did a podcast. We did a few episodes. It's called Auto Retro. It's about the cars of people's lives. You can find it on Spotify, etc. 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 Uh Alan. Got to rip the brown man, Rizzy Ross. Um, he is the electric car guru of uh, of Melbourne at the very least. Mm-hmm. And uh, he can also let you know what uh, price new cars are going for. So hit him up at carloop.com.au. Salute if you want to know what to pay as well. Like to our Facebook page, it's Car Talk T-O-R-Q-E with Manny J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get, you get your podcasting app or RSS feed. So don't forget to subscribe and rate to us and uh, give us a good give us a good rating on there. Check out our merch out at get our, get our Teespring store, go to teespring.com and type in Car Talk Store. You can buy some merch from there, which supports the store there. Or you could become a patron to our Patreon. How to our Patreon. How are, uh, hi to our patrons who are patrons of the show. Uh, so go to patreon.com forward slash car talk podcast. Gentlemen, lots of good discussion points tonight. Good to see all your lovely faces and we will see you guys next week. Take it easy. Yes, see you